All right, guys, this is very exciting. Our next guest is one of the most exciting fighters to watch in the flyweight division, representing City Kickboxing and New Zealand. He will return in December to welcome Cody Garbrandt to his division. Don't blink. Kai Kara France is back on the program. He's brought a couple of friends. There's Sophie the Giraffe and there's Kobe, his brand new son. Kai, welcome back, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, boys. Thank you for uh, having me. Pleasure to always talk to you. Tell you what, man, Kobe looks like uh, he's loving this uh, Sophie the Giraffe uh, character right here. And by the way, Sophie, what a great name for a giraffe. I feel like anybody listening in a zoo right now can take some hints from that one. Let's talk about the big news, though, man, because the MMA world yeah. is still buzzing. After news broke of your fight with Cody, uh, first off, we have to get the official confirmation, man. Is this fight officially set for December? Yeah, it is. We're locked in. Um, it's been in the pipelines for a, quite a while, but um, the date was undecided. And uh, we were back and forth a little bit. You know, I, I'd rather fight um, sooner rather than later. But I think uh, due to personal personal issues, Cody said uh, December is a better date for him. And I don't want to miss out on this fight. So I said, let's just lock it in. So, yeah, December 11th. I don't know the location yet, but uh, I know we'll be squaring off. So. Um, I can't wait, you know, big fight for me, big name, high profile, but um, definitely a winnable fight. So, yeah, I want to test myself against, you know, ex-champs and and uh, get get myself a title shot. So, best way to do that is to take out uh, high profile fighters. And that it's a really exciting matchup. I know you said on July 12th, I mean, you posted that video of Cody talking about potentially fighting you. You mentioned how this yeah. has been in the pipeline for quite some time. Um, yeah. Do you know quite quite a while before then that this fight was in the works? Break it down for us. Yeah, um, we've obviously um, entertained the idea. I said if he drops the flyweight, I would love to welcome him to the division. And um, it was something that came across the table with my, my managers, Ash and Eugene. And uh, I was originally going to fight earlier maybe on the same card as uh, Volkanovski in uh, September. Mm -hmm. We had a few names. It wasn't, it wasn't Cody. It was other, some other names. Um, but then they came across, uh, they came back to us and said, hey, does Kai want to wait? Um, we want to give him the Cody fight. At the time, all the flyweights were booked. So this is where all the top guys in the top five all had fights. So uh, it was just kind of a waiting game. And I said, oh, he's not ranked, but, you know, high-profile fight. I'll definitely take this fight. So um, it was a kind of just a verbal agreement. And then now um, we've both agreed and, um, yeah, both about to sign. And, and um, I'm just glad we've kind of secured it because um, I know there's a lot of guys that want to fight him. You know, Sean, uh, Sean O'Malley has been um, in talkings. I know uh, Moreno even said he would love to fight him, the current champion. So um, I think it's a great test for, for myself and for him. You know, he hasn't um, been at flyweight yet. And um, it's a bit, I don't feel like it's the right thing for the UFC just to give him a title shot. You know, he's to prove his worth. He's one and four in his last five. Um, and uh, it's a great match us for the fans, you know, both guys that like to stand, like to trade big, uh, huge punches and um, get finishes. So uh, I don't see this fight going any other way, but scurrying up in the middle of the octagon and, and, and swinging. So, yeah, I'm excited for this. And this is something that I want, you know, something that's going to motivate me. And um, well, definitely now, you know, my son and, and um, providing for my family um, is only going to be bigger and better matchups um, in the future. Having Mar Moreno as the, the current champ definitely gives me a, a lot of confidence knowing that, like, I took him to the uh, close decision and um, I'm where 
I should be fighting, you know, the top guys in the flyweight division. Yeah, 100%. Man. I can't wait for this fight. Uh, why do you think they chose you? Because it seems like, you know, you like you said, you already had an opponent and then they kind of put quite a lot of effort into making you available for Cody. Why do you think you were the guy for, you know, what what is quite a big um, debut in the division? I think it's to, ju- uh, to do with, uh, obviously, him fighting a bantamweight hasn't been working out the best. Um, and I think it's just a combination of things. Him uh, trying to, re- uh, I guess, stay at, uh, relevant and, I guess, stay in title contention and dropping down a weight class. It's happened before with TJ Dillashaw, thinking it, it's going to be easier fights. Um, but he um, can't take that. You can't take the same shots. You know, I used to fight bantamweight as well, and um, I used to walk forward more more often, and and I could take the the bigger shots. But when I dropped the flyweight, you got to be smart, and um, you got to be very careful if you come forward, because your body can't take those same punches. And I, I've done it. You know, my my body's accustomed to this weight cut now, um, but this will be Cody's first time doing it, so. Uh, that, that, that will be interesting to see how his body reacts to this, these kind of weight cuts. Um, I think that might have been a reason to push it back to December. Uh, but, you know, I'll, I'm going to be um, in camp pretty much from now onwards, just slowly building, um, upskilling at, at City Kickboxing and, and just getting better and, and bringing more tools to the table come fight night in December. But um, I'm just yeah grateful that I got the matchup UFCC. Um, this is a great fight for me. And, um, yeah, I can't wait to, to test my skills against um, a big name. 100%. Well, that's the thing. You, you mentioned like sometimes people think it's an easier fight going down away. And obviously, here's a huge name. Do you get a sense, like sometimes you can kind of read the promotion. Do you get a sense in any way that like, okay, either the UFC or him is kind of looking at you as a bit of a, um, you know, like... like uh, in a, in a way, like a stepping stone to getting Cody that title shot, do you feel like they're kind of serving you up here? And I wonder if that kind of puts a chip on your shoulder. Um, you can look at it at both ways. You can look at it them trying to, um, you know, build him up at flyweight, build Cody up, or you can look at it as them get, seeing potential in me, you know, taking the current champ to a, to a close decision, being exciting. Um, you know, I've got three bonuses um, on my resume now. Um, so... Yeah, we've got, I think both of us have 10 knockouts on our record, so this fight can't go any other way, but um, a barn burner coming forward, you know, he's an emotional fighter where once he gets hurt in his last fight, you know, he did a few good things that um, isn't usual of him, you know, going for takedowns, uh, being smarter and, um, you know, being more protective. But um, you saw in the later rounds, once he started getting clipped with that jab, against Rob Font, he resorted back to what he does and that's grab the cage and, and swing for the fences. So for my style, I like to come forward. I like to swing. I like to, you know, stand up, um, kickbox and, and use my boxing. Um, so yeah, there's no, I guess, threat of him trying to lay and pray and just, you know, get a decision. He's going to come forward and I'm going to come forward. And, and um, yeah, I've, I've, my last fight was in March. So quite a, quite a long time off, I guess, um, out of the ring and out of the UFC. Um, so I've been able to kind of develop more things and, and upskill and, and try to um, evolve my game as much as I can. And um, having this fight in December just gives me more time and um, now a face to kind of train towards. And my coaches will be watching all the footage. There's a lot of footage of Cody, which is awesome, that we can um, pick apart and try to um, exploit his weaknesses. Um, so I'm looking forward to this. You know, this is going to be a, ma- a massive test for me, but um, a test where I feel like I'm going to thrive in um, having a crowd again, hopefully. Um, I'm not sure if this is a fight night or a pay-per-view, but I'm hoping it's back with a crowd. 
because um, that's going to make for an um, even better um, recipe for, for fight of the year candidate. It's interesting because obviously when you fight a guy who's making his debut in a lower weight class, there's always, I suppose, a little bit of a worry in the back of your mind of what if he can't make the weight? What if he struggles? What if during the fight week he's cutting the weight and his body stops uh, working in some kind of capacity and they pull the fight? Are you worried at all at his age about him trying to make this debut against you? Um, do you have a little bit of that fear in the back of your mind? Um, not too, no, nah, not too much. I know he he doesn't cut too much from um, to make bantamweight, and I've I've heard that even after he's rehydrated, he I'm probably weighing more than him when I'm at flyweight after um, the weigh-in. So um, yeah, he said he doesn't have to cut too much and it, he said it won't be too bad of a cut for, to make that down to flyweight. So, um, I'm not too worried about him. You know, he's got a lot of time over four months to get ready. So, um, I'm sure he, he'll be, um, training from now onwards and, and cleaning up his diet and bringing his body weight down. Um, that's the thing about you when you cut down a weight class, you got to do it slowly and your body has to kind of, uh, get used to being at a lighter weight. Otherwise, you know, what, T what happened to TJ, your body starts to shut down. Um, you don't want to train. There's no motivation there. There's no energy, uh, which means you're going to be coming into fight week flat and um, just overtrained. And um, it's happened to me before in, in, a, in fight camps where um, I've done it too quickly, like kind of cramming for an exam. Mm. Um, and you're, put, you're putting too much um, into the weight cut and not in, enough into the actual fight camp where you're not upskilling, you're not actually – game planning you're just uh in a fat camp kind of thing and um that that's that's that sucks i i hate camps like that where you're kind of behind and you, you have um only a few weeks to to get a, a quite a bit of weight off and and uh, the the clock's kind of against you but having a lot a lot of time ahead of us and we know this fight's going to be happening um you can just be a lot more organized working with nutritionists working with uh the right people to make sure uh, you're turning up fight week um in the best best shape possible so um, I've, you know, working with a lot of, uh, great, great, um, mentors and, and, um, and, uh, coaches that I brought in, you know, uh, Geordie, the fight dietitian, I've been working with him since the start of my UFC de debut. Um, he's been massive help, um, being able to be a lot more functional at flyweight and, um, have energy in my training camps. Um, you know, working with, uh, Sun's my strength coach. And then obviously he's training at a city kickboxing. Um, it's been a massive, uh, help for my camps, just bringing in all, all these different, um, coaches and, and, um, learning off them. So I'm sure Cody's doing the same and, um, I'm not too worried. I know he'll, he'll be looking forward to, um, ending the, ending the year the right way, but, um, it's going to be a bad night for him. Um, I, I know you touched on it before, and that is the fact that we haven't seen a huge evolution in his style since he's become champion. Um, yeah. he has had some, but not as much as a lot of other fighters in that time frame. And you mentioned how he might just be really focused on cutting the weight, making the weight for this debut. Do you feel like uh, maybe he's underestimating you a little bit in some of these striking exchanges? Do you believe that he kind of brings in the same game plan of trying to get in and up into a brawl, trying to land shots on you? And do you think he might be surprised compared to what he's thinking is going to happen on the night when you guys actually do get into that octagon using that kind of style and game plan? Oh, definitely. If he thinks he's just going to walk me down and, and um, try bully me, you know, that that's what I want people to do. I want people to think that um, I'm going to try run or I'm going to try, I guess, evade and, and um, get out of these exchanges. But I, I, I kind of welcome that because I want I want him to think he's got the upper hand and then he's going to be walking straight into a, a right, a straight right or, or a straight left. Um, 
you know, uh, that's how I see it happening. I see him b- being very aggressive at right from the start, trying to bully me tr- just because he's taller. But he'll he'll know straight away. Once I land that first punch clean, clean on his chin, he'll realize, okay, I need to respect his power. I need to make sure that um, I can't just walk in anymore. And that happens with a lot of the guys in, in this division. They, they think because they're the taller fighter, they can just walk forward. But in my, all my fights, I've clipped them and they take a back step or they just – respect the, the the distance a lot more they know they just can't walk in anymore but that's just uh the fight game you can't just walk in with a right hand you know you got to be well more well-rounded than that and um for his game plan that's kind of what he's always banked on and um you can see how it's come off second best um in his last few outings so um for this fight yeah i'm excited because yeah he's going to be bringing in uh, a style that I like to do as well, and he won't be trying to just go for takedowns and, and try to just go on my back and choke me out. And um, for my last outing, you know, I've been learning a bit more um, escapes, not just um, trying to get them tied off my back and then going for knockouts. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one, and um, I think he's he's going to be, be in for a rude awakening once he feels my power. Yeah, the power. Speaking of power, nothing makes you feel more powerful than a set of freshly shaved balls. And the only place and way to do that is with Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. The new beast is out. The new technology with its travel lock, the LED light that you've come to love. You can now turn that off whenever you want. If you don't need it, it's still waterproof. Now you get more guards so you can trim everything to whatever length you desire. The ceramic blade is there, the best technology, uh, the skin safe technology the patented design so that it doesn't cut your balls when you're shaving. It also, if you get the performance package 4.0, you get the weed whacker so that you can take care of all the, you know, forest growing in your hair, your ear hair, wherever you want. Uh, And then the performance package also comes with the crop preserver, ball deodorant, which is great for in the mornings when you're just starting your day and you want to smell fresh. The crop reviver toner, which is like a mid-game check just to spice things up and freshen things up down there. And then you got the performance box of briefs so that you can be, you know, walking around town strutting around in uh, fresh new undies and you get the shed travel bag to carry all your goods in there can't go wrong use the code submission get 20 percent off save some money save some chums and uh, be a better man isn't that right dennis that's right Cass. save some money and then put that money somewhere where it's going to get you some real rewards and there's only one place to go and do that and that is my bookie if you guys sign up with promo code submission you can take advantage of up to a one thousand dollar bonus on your first deposit do it today because you got some crazy fights coming up obviously ufc 265 right around the corner you got the olympic games and everything in between don't be that guy who missed out on an opportunity to make some serious cash this coming weekend Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie cast. And once you put that uh, bet down and you're ready to go, why not find a place to watch the fights? It's so frustrating finding the right place to watch the fights with your friends. And the guys at MatchPint have really made it easy and simple for everybody to do that now. Yeah, that's right, man. Just click the link down below in the description. We've got it in the top comment pinned as well. It'll take you straight to UFC 265 so you can find a pub near you or not near you, whatever you want, uh, where you can watch the fights. You basically go in, you pick your team. So in this case, it's MMA or UFC 265. You click the event and then you basically go, all right, well, here's a list of pubs, any one that you desire. For me, I don't really want to be near my area. I'd rather go towards the city where there's a little bit more action. It's a bit more lively. For example, like the Swan in Richmond, you go in there and you can see everything from how many screens they have. Is there volume? Will it, can I actually listen to the commentary? You know, like how some pubs, they have the, the volume on mute and you 
can't really hear the commentators, which takes away from the experience. Um, it says the pub rating. You've got all the deals. Uh, if there's any kind of discounts, you've got it there. You can see, um, you know, what everybody's saying about the pub, what they do uh, good, what they do bad. And you can pick, uh, you can pick your outing with your friends, and make sure that you go to a place where the fights are actually playing. There's nothing worse than going to a pub or a sports bar, and then you come to find, oh, they're not actually showing the fights for whatever reason. Never miss a date, never miss a fight again, never have to stream ever again. Thanks to Matchpoint, use the uh, the link in the comment section below or in the description. Uh, but just Kai, going back to you, um, you mentioned TJ the TJ fight with Cejudo, and that was kind of the story of a guy, you know, who fought at flyweight for a long time. Obviously, Cejudo, you know, had some misses as well, but he, he was used to the weight class. And then TJ making that first time cut, and it just seemed like he was not as durable um, as he was at bantamweight. Do you look at that fight and kind of think, man, we, we could be seeing a similar situation here? You touched on it early as far as the ability to, to take shots and, and absorb blows. Yeah, definitely. This is... Um I, this is how I can see it happening as well. If if you're depleting your body and and um, and and sparring in these camps, if you're taking too many too many shots, um, when you rehydrate, you can't actually put too much. Your body's not going to be used to taking um, that much water back into your to, to your brain, and uh, um, essentially that's going to mean you can't take as many shots and you can't absorb as many uh, as much damage as you're used to taking. So. Um, if you're used to that like, kind of brawl style where you walk forward and you take a punch to, to give a punch, um, it, it won't take much to, to find that off button. And happened with TJ, come forward, and he, he thought he could bully TJ um, Suhudo, And, you know, it, it really was his downfall. And you could say that was early stoppage, but um, it, it wasn't really. And then look what happened with um, him getting popped for EPO and being out for two years. So, you know, I... It, it just goes to show you can't cheat your way into this division and um, you can't cheat your way into a weight cut. You know, you got to do, do the work, you got to do it properly. Otherwise, it's really going to um, be a bad night for you come fight night. So, hopefully, you know, TJ's learned from his old teammates um, not what to do. And um, yeah, this division is so exciting right now. It's, um, you know, one of the most talked about divisions. There's so many good matchups to be made. Um, having the champ Brandon Moreno doing so well and and um, beating uh, uh, Figueroa um, with a massive um, massive yeah massive performance, um, it just shows that you know I'm only a few. This could be my last fight until a title fight. Get past the mm. big big uh, big test like Cody Garbrandt, big name fight like that. Put on a clinic and get a finish. I can leapfrog the top five and get a title shot myself. So um, that's definitely what's motivated me. Knowing that a title shot's right in front of me, um, just gotta you know show me, show my worth and show why I'm the best in the world. And and this fight, um, I'm definitely gonna be doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned it before. Obviously, you've spent time in the octagon with Brendan, at UFC 245. Yeah. Um, how satisfying would it be for you to get that one back, but also have the belt? wrapped up in that process and would you say that the rematch looks like a different fight compared to that first one that you guys had at ufc 245 or do you see a lot of similarities and a bit of a continuation in some of the aspects of it yeah it's, it's definitely um a massive motivator for me looking at looking at moreno and that's where i want to be you know he's um done well to get to where he is um but you know a few adjustments in that in that fight, I could have definitely won it. I definitely won the first round, dropped him twice, um, and it, but he adjusted well. Um, kick, kicking my right hand took away the sting out of my punches, and um, yeah, he ended up edging out that decision. So 
if we when I when I see us rematching in the near future, um, I, I can definitely see it going differently. I've I've learned from my mistakes in that fight. Um, in all my fights, you know, I, I I don't I like to be honest with myself and and um, I want to see what I could could have done differently, and I work on those holes in in, in my next camp. Um, so for this, when I when I fight Brandon um, again in the near future for the belt. Um, it's going to go a whole lot different, you know. He he's not going to be able to uh, shut me down with his kick like he did um, in that last fight. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to be a lot more smarter, um, a lot more clinical. And um, yeah, I know he loves the brawl as well. He he loves those kind of fights, so I'll, I'll welcome that. But I can't wait for um, for this matchup against Cody, and then um, seeing myself in 2022, um, the flyweight champion. Um, it's a long time coming, but. With the best team in the world, City Kickboxing, um, you know, sky's the limit. I know you got Blood Diamond in the UFC now. You got like a mm. million people yeah. in there in the <laughs> UFC. Holy shit! Yeah. The, the Kiwi, the Anzac takeover, and you're right. I can't wait for this fight either. Why has it got to be in bloody December? Why can't it be, you know, today, tomorrow? Uh, <laughs> but you know, got to wait a little bit. What is yeah. the what is the prediction, man? When you when you see yourself uh, getting it done against Cody Garbrandt, what's the prediction? Yeah, like I would have loved it sooner than later. Um, we were talking about November in, in Madison Square mm. Garden, so I kind of had my mindset on that. Um, but then he came back with us, uh, back to my managers, and said, "Hey, I can't, I can't make it till December." So um, it is what it is. At least it's secure and it's locked in. Um, our next battle is to get some vouchers um, for oh, yeah. um, coming for coming back home. So um, December's not actually open up yet. So um, there is hope for me to get vouchers and have a quick turnaround to get back home. So um, I'll be home at least probably before New Year's. But um, my prediction for this fight, uh, I see a first or second round knockout. I, I don't see it going any other way. Um, I see him coming forward. I see him swinging hard, trying to bully me, but um, he'll get caught. He'll get la- he'll get set up in a trap, and then eventually um, I'll find that off button. Um, yeah, that's the only way I see it happening. So um, if you're a fight fan and you love knockouts, this, this is the fight to watch. I uh, know a lot of people saying he should have got other matchups. There's more um, exciting matchups like Shane, um, Sean O'Malley and um, other bantamweights. But no, nah, this is this is a fight. If you're a fight fan and you know our styles, then this could only go one way, and that's by knockout. Well, guys, make sure to follow the man at Kai Kara France on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, check out all the merch and Engaged and uh, yep. City Kickboxing uh, as well. Dude, we can't wait. This is another huge fight for the region. I mean, yeah. how awesome is it? We can't wait. It's a shame that it's in December, but we appreciate you joining us. And we look forward to seeing the cam and how everything comes together. And also, uh, you know, Sophie and Kobe and a lot more uh, Instagram updates in the future. Thank you so much, dude. Cheers, boys. Thank you. Um, next time, I'll get Kobe to um, do his little trick he does. What? Um, he's got some tricks up his sleeves. Yeah, I've been teaching him. So Nice. Stay right. tuned for that one. We got to do that. There has to be a Kobe update at least before the fight. Thank you so much, Kai. Awesome, boys. Catch you guys later. Thanks, Kai. Bye.